welcome, welcome, welcome back again. It's your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. It's BG and the coach. I am the coach. And with me, as you guessed it always, is BG. BG, what's happening? Oh, coach, not too much, not too much. I, I think you're right. I think we were recently certified as your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. We are happy to be back. There's plenty going on in the sports world, coach. Plenty of sports that are in, well, maybe not so many sports. Baseball's in swing. Um, but I think we're going to start with football, which mm-hmm. is right in the midst of its preseason. This is like, I think we need to d- entitle this the drama episode. We're going to get into <laughs> some stories that resemble the typical themes you see in a high school movie that went straight to DVD. So let's start with NFL. And by the way, we don't make enough DVD references on this show. I'd like to see that increased. We also don't make enough high school drama DVD (laughs) references. Not that I know anything about that. You go on my Netflix right now, that's my first recommended (laughs) category right off the bat. We need need a 90s (laughs) rom-com hour-long special episode going on here. Forget the sports. Heavy on the pop culture, baby. You tell me if this fits the bill. We're going to start with the NFL. Green Bay Packers legend quarterback Aaron Rodgers came out and made some big news this week when he openly criticized his set of wide receivers on his team, which, to be fair, is a relatively young, inexperienced group that just lost all-pro receiver Devontae Adams this offseason. So he's dealing with, no question about it, like inferior group of, of players than what he's used to. But he, again, the story here is he came out to the media and basically said, you know, these guys aren't cutting it. Like, they need to step it up. How bad do these guys have to be that they couldn't handle this behind closed doors? Let me take a step back for a second before I answer that question, Coach. When you said we were going to talk about football and high school drama, now that Antonio Brown is out of the league, <laughs> is there anyone you'd have higher on your power rankings for who we were talking about than Aaron Rodgers? This oh, guy, man. every offseason, it's like drama after drama after drama. There is... I'm pretty sure only one quarterback where I actively know the status of his dating life, (laughs) and it's Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you right now, I just did. I really pushed myself to think if I could quickly come up with anyone else who's even in the same stratosphere as Rodgers. You're 100% right. There's no one even close. I know who he's dating, too. (laughs) I know who he's dating. I know his COVID vaccination status. (laughs) I know that he tries alternative medicines instead of getting the COVID vaccine. I know his buddies with Joe Rogan. I I am, I I really liked Aaron Rodgers at one point, um, but I am just getting so tired. And the reason I bring that up is because I wonder, are his receivers that bad? Or was he like, oh boy, it is mid-August and I have not been in the news cycle enough. I better do something like put my receiving group on blast. That's fair. I just, it, it comes off as so catty. In a sport that is so macho, and where every team and player prides themselves on, like where this is the this is the golden rule in sports in general, NFL in particular, is you don't air your dirty laundry. No, like that's the, the last resort. Keep it in house. You hear that all the time. In house, but, but again, loose lips I, sink <laughs> ships. You hear oh. that all the time, especially <laughs> in like the 18th century naval academies. All the time. It's. <laughs> And if, if anyone is going to buck the trend of 18th century Naval Academy, it's our boy, Mr. Rogers. But I just, yeah. And, but I feel like that's his thing, right? Like you talked about, it's just such a macho, keep it in house kind of sport. And I feel like he has 
thrived on positioning himself as, well, I'm this sensitive guy who takes slight, every little slight personally. And, and then again, for the last three years, it's been like, for some reason, I need to get my name in the news as much as possible. And now here we go again. <laughs> or like you said, coach, maybe it's just literally the worst group of receivers yeah. in the NFL and he just lost his mind. It's tough to know, but you know what's incriminating for him is the fact that this story broke. He rips this group of receivers one day. The very next day, he meets with all of those receivers and all of the top offensive coaches for the Packers to have a let's talk through it powwow, <laughs> which tells me that he didn't even have the decency to be like, guys, you suck. Like, at least like back channel it to them, like tell the running backs to tell the receivers that they suck. Have some or, common decency there. Or just tell them. And then when you talk to the media, if people get angry, you can be like, hey, I'm not telling you anything I haven't mm-hmm. said to their faces. <laughs> this is this. All right. So let's tie back to the high school theme that we've now decided to make up. Like this is the equivalent of the cattiness in high school of when you're talking about someone behind their back, the old classic, except this is even different. This is like getting on the PA announcement system at the beginning of one school day and just being like, Tim, Tom, and Jim all suck. Have a great day, everyone. Like that's at least do behind their back first so they can hear it through the back channels before they hear it on the PA announcement. But then it's like you go to Tim, Tom, and Jim and be like, hey guys, I feel like there's a lot of drama surrounding us. Why don't we have a meeting and we can just air out how we're all feeling? I feel like I don't know where the drama's coming from. I don't know why, but maybe we could chat about it. It's like, well, well, no, Aaron, it, it's happening because you just blew us up on the PA system. There goes my sitting at homecoming home, home ec, yes. and all of a sudden, <laughs> I see my social life fall apart. You gotta at least pass a note around that's gonna bash us before <laughs> you just jump on the PA system. Oh man, this this could be a hit Netflix show. I would, love, I would love to see if Aaron Rodgers passed a note to them with just the question, do I suck as a wide receiver? <laughs> with the options, yes, no, and maybe. I think, I think they would just say, yes, yes, and definitely yes. And he'd be sitting there in the back thinking he's so clever, like, oh, 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 oh man, Aaron, good one. Uh, I'm with you. I this, this is what baffles me. Like, what a awkward set. So again, I'm understanding of the fact he's dealing with an objectively less talented group of receivers. But the way he's going about it just feeds into the BG theory that this is solely done for attention. I don't know what the deal is. I I will say it is, I'll give him somewhat of a credit for having the power move of then having a closed door meeting to discuss the differences they're having when he aired all those differences to the media, presumably before even chatting with them. Here's what I don't get, Coach, because the previous headline that I read about Aaron Rodgers this offseason was that he was in this zen mood, that he was feeling lighter than ever, that he was Mm -hmm. laughing more, because he had gone, if I'm remembering the articles correctly, to an ayahuasca retreat in Peru. Ayahuasca, for those that don't know, and and I know we've got a lot of BG and the Coach listeners who are probably on it right now. (laughs) That's how you stumbled across our podcast. But for those that don't know, it's a uh, medicinal, it's a plant, uh, based in, uh, I think, South America, the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's right. That has hallucinogenic qualities that people have said can be life-changing if you uh, use it properly. It gives you visions. I-, I think the article I read with Aaron Rodgers was it allowed him to tap into 
his past and what was, I think he said something like, I have to, I learned I had to forgive myself before I could forgive others, which I mean, don't get me started on the, the ridiculousness of that statement. But the last thing I had read was he was like, chill, relaxed, and then boom, now he's blowing up his receivers. So I don't know if it's just it didn't last long enough. or It's been a weak dose. The, I'm yes. going with the weak <laughs> dose theory. Yeah, I, maybe he needs to go back. But uh, this is not jiving with the Aaron Rodgers I had previously heard about. Yeah, I don't get it. I uh, First off, I have to acknowledge, if you like BG and the coach as a podcast, <laughs> you will love this podcast on ayahuasca. Trust me on that. <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers about who our next sponsor might be, but just <laughs> stay tuned for some big announcements coming. If you like listening to BG and the Coach, <laughs> wait till you listen to BG and the Coach and 10,000 Spirits yeah. you never knew were in your head. You will learn to forgive yourself <laughs> so you can forgive others. So that, I, I couldn't just breeze past that point, but I agree that, if anything, doesn't it seem weird that he knew going into this, he was going to have this inexperienced core. Why not bring them to the ayahuasca retreat? Like, I can't think of a better bonding experience than that. So we were actually talking about this coach before we came on air. And I think you had the best point. And it involves me sharing a story. So if, if, you, if you will indulge me for I'm going to allow coach, it. I'm going to allow it this one time. My, my only previous experience in knowing what ayahuasca was, and I know now it's a big business. They have all these retreats. If someone like Aaron Rodgers is going, I assume it's some fancy place in the mm -hmm. Peruvian jungle. But when I visited Ecuador, and this was way back when, we were offered the chance to do ayahuasca just by some random jungle guide. Uh, we turned down that opportunity, which Oof. is probably why I haven't forgiven anyone else in my life. <laughs> But we were told that the last American group to come and do it, one guy had tripped on it and would not stop stripping down buck naked, running into the jungle and saying he wanted to be one with the animals to the point that they essentially had to <laughs> tie this guy to one of the trees in the Amazon and leave him there overnight so he wouldn't get himself killed. And coach, I think you had the best point. What if Aaron Rodgers did bring his receivers there mm -hmm. and they were those guys? And he's like, wait, maybe I should just be tying these idiots buck naked to a tree because that's how bad they are. Or they just acted up at the retreat and embarrassed our boy. It, so I, this would have been the easiest way to handle this. I think there's objectively much easier than dealing with the press is going on this very extravagant Peruvian <laughs> ayahuasca resort, bringing all of his receivers with. And then one way or the other... Either you have the experience, you vibe, and it all works out, or it doesn't, and Aaron Rodgers can just leave these guys tied to a tree naked. Tied, like, yeah. Easy. 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 Just come back and be like, I don't know where those guys went. We came down on a tree together. Mm -hmm. Game over. And uh, honestly, for them, it might be less painful than being blown up in the media when they're just trying to make their spot in the NFL. Far I less embarrassing. Let me tell you something right now. Those naked tied to a tree photos deep in the Peruvian jungle, they rarely show up on social media. <laughs> and if they do, I mean, who doesn't have one of those pictures in their closet at this point? <laughs> I think you might have stumbled, Coach, on the secret to team chemistry in all sports. Mm -hmm. Should everyone just be going on ayahuasca retreats and seeing if they vibe? It would avoid a lot of the angst and frustration that we're seeing out of Green Bay this week. Can I tell you one more point about angst and frustration with Green Bay? That's all I want to hear. This is actually my favorite part of the story. It has nothing to do with the Ayasco retreat. Aaron Rodgers' backup quarterback is a gentleman by the name of Jordan Love. 
He is someone who has been glued to the bench for the better part of three years uh, because Aaron Rodgers continues to be awesome. But he got in the news story that I read the very last quote in for whatever reason, the reporters decided to talk to him to get his take on this whole drama. And here's his quote. I'm trying to echo the same message as Aaron is just to get everybody on the same page, (laughs) period. Then he goes on to say, "Mm, but yeah. I think it's a little different coming from Aaron. Oh, is it a little different coming from Aaron Jordan Love? We've decided that Jordan Love is the guy in the movies who stands behind the main guy and just goes, yeah, yeah, you tell him, you tell him. And eventually like, just says, like, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back, and desperately hopes that someone holds him back. He's he's LeFou in Beauty and the Beast. For those that don't know, Gaston is the main villain. I mean, who doesn't know that? I'm just being ridiculous at this point. Gaston is the main villain, and LeFou is this tiny little whiny guy who stands behind him. And every time he makes a point, like you said, Coach, he just goes, yeah, yeah. So that's Jordan Love. I feel like even for this article, Aaron Rodgers was saying his statements about the receivers, and then Jordan Love was in the back being like, yeah, those receivers suck. You tell them, Aaron. And then nobody wanted to interview him. He's like, no, guys, don't you want a quote from me? And like had to hound these guys for a quote before walking it back because he's the LeFou. He could, all he can do is say, yeah, hold me back. Let me tell you two things off the bat. One, we already hit on DVDs <laughs> and Beauty and the Beast. If we could just put those two together, you'd be describing my favorite media experience. Two is, I, <laughs> sorry, still digesting Beauty and the Beast and the fact that LeFou, is that his name? Is live on this podcast. <laughs> I just, I have to imagine in that spirit that Jordan Love said that quote with an earshot of Aaron Rodgers standing behind him naturally. And Aaron Rodgers just whipped around and went, I don't need your help, sidekick henchman, number two. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's different from Aaron. <laughs> uh, that part was my favorite. <laughs> The Vegas odds on this podcast touching on ayahuasca, DVDs, and LeFou were, if someone hit that trifecta, you are raking it in today. That would be, that's the parlay of all parlays right there. No question about it. So that's drama piece number one. BG, can you get into drama story number two from the, what to me is the mysterious world of baseball? Yeah, again, the the sport that actually has real games going on, so probably should be the only thing we're talking about every week. But, alas, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers taking ayahuasca. There is also (laughs) a big PED scandal going on in the world of baseball, Coach. Fernando Tatis Jr., who is one of the young superstars in the game, recently signed a massive contract, uh, arguably before the year started, the face of baseball. He has not played this year, because in the offseason, he was in a motorcycle accident, and I think it was his wrist that he broke. Mm. Uh, so his team was already a little miffed at him for that incident. He was just about to be back from that injury. His team made a huge trade at the trade deadline. Optimism abounds mm-hmm. in San Diego, where he plays. And then it came out that he's going to be banned for the next 80 games. So that's the rest of this year into next season for taking a banned steroid. I forget the name of it, um, which obviously dashed uh, the team's hopes for making a long playoff run. I I can't say enough about how good of a player he is. Mm -hmm. Um, But the real drama coach came not from the negative, not from the positive test. Because if he had just come out and said, yep, 
I, I tested positive. Mm-hmm. I'll take my punishment. I'll take my lumps. Probably would have been the end of the story. Yeah. But he, he came out instead and said, yep, I did test positive for this, but it's because there was a banned ingredient in normal medicine that I was taking. His dad then came out and said, <laughs> it's always well, the dad, right? It's like always the dad. always the overbearing dad that just jumps into what is like a okay situation and just takes it to Armageddon levels. Yeah. And this, this, it just, it would have ended there probably, mm-hmm. but his dad came out and said, yeah, he was taking a medicine for ringworm. I've got pictures of proof. And I don't know. He had these like blurry pictures of like maybe a rash on his son's <laughs> neck. I don't know. That part got weird, but he said he had ringworm. And he was taking medicine for it, and that's what he tested positive for, forgetting the fact that the steroid he tested positive for is a completely different name than any ringworm medication on market. So now we've got this back and forth of, why are you lying? Just say, I took steroids. Or just don't say anything and just take your suspension and let it be that. This is the part that kills me, because I feel like we're in the Lance Armstrong territory of like just once he came out and said that he had been lying to us for a decade plus like that shattered the illusion of anyone actually like giving them the benefit of the doubt so you've been caught like at a minimum just give a decent excuse like stop going every time it's the most extravagant obscure (laughs) excuse it's like well uh deer antler spray was actually in my cabinet and tipped over into my smoothie which was all natural fruit and veggies, and then I tested positive. Like, it's oh, I always forgot the about the deer antler spray. <laughs> don't, don't you ever <laughs> sleep on deer antler spray. Put that stuff in my coffee every day. That's what makes me the coach. Uh, that so, wizenator. <laughs> so it's always like the most over-the-top thing, and then you throw in the extra ingredient of the overbearing dad character <laughs> who comes in and acts like that's a normal thing to be defending. Uh, but just own it. Just at this point, there's no more benefit of the doubt. This is the Lance Armstrong principle. Like, if we hear the story, we are considering you guilty. You're not going to, like, he's not helping his image any. Would you say that's fair? Oh, I I think that's totally fair. And and I will say, Coach, part of me gets why they feel like they need to make a denial. Especially in baseball, where steroids are so taboo. Baseball's our national pastime. People get very serious about people taking steroids. And it arguably... If he stays on the trajectory he's on, he, in his mind, he probably thinks it would cost him the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But to your point, it's not doing anything. And if it, it, Well, actually, what it is doing is fanning the flames of the story, and we're still talking about it. Whereas if he had just taken his lumps, yeah, you know what? Maybe it ultimately kills your legacy because, like you said, we know you're guilty, and none mm-hmm. of these stories make sense. They, they never add up. And even if it were the same medicine. It, let's say he was right and he took a medicine and it just had this ingredient. And even yeah. at that point, I'd be like, well, you know, they give you a list of what's banned. You're making, you signed a contract worth $400 million. Maybe like take two seconds before you start taking medicine to be like, let me call this hotline they've set up just to make sure this medicine's okay. Yeah. So even in your best case scenario, you just look reckless, but also your best case scenario isn't factual because we know you're lying. Nobody gets the benefit of the doubt. And all you're doing is making yourself look like an idiot. Yeah, I think some people look at it sometimes as a case in a vacuum, meaning like, well, what if it was me? And like, I didn't know what I was consuming. But he's not you. This is a (laughs) top 
star in a professional baseball team that is surrounded by nutritionists, trainers, etc., who are monitoring, including himself, every single particle that's going into his body. It, this is the same kind of thing with sports. Like you ever see on NFL teams, I know they do this, where at each training session, they do a separate individual smoothie for each player. <laughs> like each player has got their own ingredients crammed into the smoothie and they pan out and you see like this huge gigantic picnic table with 5,000 different smoothies, each one labeled with their names. So just as an example of just how carefully and understandably uh, they are developing the nutritional profiles for each of these players, especially for a star player, knowing that don't tell me you just went to CVS and like picked up some stuff off the shelf and either slathered it on or threw something back and was just like, oh, whoops, didn't know that. And from that like random herbal section of CVS that like you always pass by <laughs> on your way to get the medicine you're looking for. And I wasn't kidding about the hotline. There is legitimately a hotline that you can call and just say, hey, is this medicine okay to take? And you don't even have to make the call. Have your buddy make the call. Have someone in your orbit that you're paying make the call. It's just to your point, it's hard to believe that any pro athlete who is so particular about what they put in their body, that they would allow themselves to take anything without checking what's in it. Not that I even believe that that's what happened because his story at this point has just totally gone off the rails. And to your point, I I somewhat understand why he won't, but it would just be so much more of a relief if he's just like, yeah, you know what? Here's the pros to taking steroids for me. Here are the cons. Pros outweighed the cons. I got caught. I'll find a better way of cheating next time. (laughs) I think most people, in all honesty, would respect that so much more. I'm not saying he'd be like, welcome back with open arms. There'd still be some tarnish on his legacy. But what he's doing now is doing himself no favors. Um, And I feel like the parallel of these two stories is jumping out at us right now. I don't know if it's like an NFL versus MLB thing, but there must be a very confused Aaron Rodgers looking at the story being like... (laughs) You got to come with me, buddy. I'll get you all the right stuff. Bro, you have got to come to Peru. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing with that CVS brand ringworm. Get out of the herbal section. Oh, let me tell you, you haven't lived until you've been tied to a tree. (laughs) Wanting to be one with the lions. I don't think there are lions in the Amazon, but I don't know if you're on ayahuasca, if you know that distinction. (laughs) I hope he's called Fernando and been like, you are doing this wrong. You're denying this with ringworm. I am openly talking about the yeah, this is I think this is exactly our position on this is you got to embrace this fully. Yeah. Like he should be like, no, I've been taking this ringworm substance for years, and it is why I am the superstar that I am. Do you think that maybe the reason he's denying it so vehemently isn't because he's worried about his legacy being tarnished from the fans and sports writers? But he's just embarrassed because everyone else in baseball is getting away with it. And he's just embarrassed at the Mm. fact that he couldn't cheat well enough to not get caught. Maybe it's just like, oh, man, I'm just embarrassed. And I I don't want to show my face in the clubhouse because they're just doing such a better job of taking steroids. I would understand that. It's just he's like digging the hole even deeper now. No, that's definitely only getting worse. But that's why I just say, like, we know you're cheating. You know, you're cheating. Like, you got caught. Just own it. Like. The odds were were in your favor, and it didn't work out. Yeah. And and step one, definitely, if you know it's going to come out that you got caught, call your dad. (laughs) 
ask him to, or maybe send him to Peru with Aaron Rodgers and just be like, I need you to take him for like two, three weeks, keep him away from all phones, social media, stuff like that. Because uh, it's not helping when dad gets involved. No, for sure not. And I think the lesson is steroids, bad for you. Mm-hmm. Ayahuasca, yeah, I think bad for you, but I guess. In certain cases, say, if they use it according to the BG and the coach advice, actually could be extremely productive and useful. Yeah, yeah. seems fine. But what's definitely good for you, both mm-hmm. physically, mentally, yeah. emotionally, spiritually, is listening to your favorite podcast, BG and the coach. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also hit us up on the Twitter verse at BG and the coach. And until next time, enjoy another scoop of the Grutens. 